Welcome back to another episode of Into the Combine. I am your host, Stan the Man. Jason. And I'm Shadi. And, and uh, let's just break it down. That was so fucking good, dude. Nice. All right, Stan. Break nice. it down, and then we'll talk about that one. Okay. Um, we got actually a pretty simple episode this week. A uh, very fun simple. episode. Well, yeah, no, I wouldn't say simple, but I mean, well, what we're getting into. You're nothing simple, crazy. bro. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> In the simple jack kind of way, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no, we got a we got a fun episode today. We're just going to go what, what we're listening to. Uh, we got interview with Chase from Gate Creeper, and uh, we got a couple concert reviews, and then we got an interview with uh, Riley and Greg from Allegion. And then our big topic today is not really a topic, it's a game. So we're going to have some fun with that. We'll explain mm-hmm. it later. A little metal trivia, so stay yep. tuned. Anyways, so yeah, that breakdown, uh, you guys liked it a little bit? or? Yeah, dude, I was fucking digging it. Like, Very nice. What, that, what that was, is that? Yeah, they're, they're called Get the Shot. The album is Infinite Punishment, came out this year. It, uh, it, but, was, it was very good, though. I mean, dude, it's kind of a, it's ba- it's not something I got, I was surprised I liked it so much, because it's very hardcore, very straightforward hardcore. You could almost call it generic hardcore, but they do enough to keep it interesting, and it's just super intense. So the passion's there. You know, like when you're doing that basic hardcore, it's going to sound pretty shitty unless you can really give it a lot. And like between those crazy-ass vocals that are super high energy and the riffs, I don't know, dude. They just, they're able to do the normal formula and then just, they just do it so good. And it's a little bit thrashy here and there. There's a little bit of old school Metallica thrown in there, like in those vocals that you heard there. Yeah, they're kind like of, when sing- actually, that was like one little gripe. I didn't, wasn't yeah. too big well, on it, but well, I had a feeling. Yeah, that, that was, <laughs> I also feel the same way. I kind of was mixed on, on that, but. Um, I know, I had a feeling because I was, gonna, I had two different clips and I was going to play one without it. I was like, they'll probably like that better, but. There's, they throw those little clip, those little vocal hooks in there, like, eh, like half the songs, but it's only a little bit. So if you don't like it, it really wouldn't take away too much because it's only a little bit. But if you do like it, it just gives it a little extra variety. To me, it was just kind of like a Hetfield kind of vocal, you know, and I thought it was cool. It mixed it up, but they do a lot of cool solos that maybe you wouldn't normally hear in a, like a hardcore album, you know, and uh, I don't know, dude, just uh, fucking high, high energy, intense shit. And the vocal is awesome, like I said, and. Not something I normally like, but if you like your hardcore, then I'd say give it a shot. Yeah, I feel like it was just like a fun listen. 
I, I definitely love to hear some of the solo work and shit because, I mean, that breaks it up a little bit more. But, yeah, it was a fun listen. I had fun with it. Yeah. So, uh, you guys been listening to anything good lately? Uh, I can go ahead and uh, steal that limelight real quickly. <laughs> okay. But, uh, this, this fuck courtesy of you, my friend. I've been listening to um, Archspire, the album Relentless uh, yeah. Mutation. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stan, have you got a chance to listen to it at all? I have not. What kind well, of music are we talking about? Well, let's listen to it real quick. I I, I put a I put a file up. Um, this is uh the the title track, Relentless Mutation. Okay. was pretty at the end <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah dude that was some bass work yeah dude, yeah it's so, so ridiculous yeah so that it's, was actually the end of the song uh relentless mutation and you get that fucking vocal uh god what i don't know what to call it vocal beauty it's i mean dude <laughs> the guttural shit you mean dude, or the yeah, fast shit the fast shit man i mean dude so yeah. the, the pig squeals and the guttural shit it's good but when he does the shotgun shit he's literally another fucking member of the band and he does it so much dude it's like fucked up man like you mean another like, instrument except yeah i'm sorry another instrument dude he's literally like fucking with his voice doing the same shit as like the the drummer the on his foot yeah yeah it's like fucked up man like that's why i wanted so- to listen to it because i don't even know how i feel about it yet but it, you listen to it and it's just like uh, mind no, dude, you, i know <laughs> okay so real quick uh they're they're off of uh they're fucking they, they hail from uh, vancouver uh in british columbia bc canada this album came out in september dude season uh, of mist and we did talk so, yeah, i did season we, of mist some we did play yeah, it like a few dude, episodes back but it was a different song so is it the, what, is this the what one song that did you play a couple episodes back because I, I think it was the remember. tumor one ah uh, uh, relentless tumor uh yeah seeker i believe dude, i was gonna i was gonna play that one and then i dude it's honestly the whole cd is fucking good i don't know how you don't know how you feel about it well like you know i mean i mean i'm just less tech than a fan of tech than you but there's something about it or it's it's just so crazy that i i need to give it another full listen like i kind of jumped around on it and well, stuff and it, i think i so, wasn't in the mood for anybody out there, it is a short album, and that's the one thing that I guess is kind of my gripe. But it's accessible. Mm. I feel like to more people who maybe don't they don't do they don't bog it down with the tech. It's honestly all there for a reason. The beautiful shit that you heard at the end from the basses can be for the most part heard throughout the entire album. Like he's a machine. The drummer, 
um, I'm calling him out. I think he might be a drum machine because he's fucked. Like <laughs> what he does, dude, is ridiculous. Like at the, the start speed, of, at the start yeah. of your clip, it sounded like a drum machine, but well, then that's he what started I didn't going, like about it. He then he's, he started going the intricate shit during the beautiful stuff. I was like, okay, no, this guy's real. Like, yeah, mm. man, he's exactly because that's the thing is when he does, he'll do like those those uh, what is it? It's like the gravity blast beats, and I feel like he's just mastered that so well that he just throws that in all the time, and that's why it sometimes sounds mechanic. Because when you get that down, I mean, that shit's like clockwork, and that does sound like a drum machine. So yeah. I just feel like I don't know. They're just. I, I, it's honestly one of the more enjoyable listens that I've had. Yeah, they're really they're. I mean, they're up there doing. I haven't listened to any of their old shit, so I don't know if this has always been there. This is this is progressed. better. Okay, okay, I appreciate better that. songs. Yeah, still I mean, had I, the fast shit, still had the fast vocals, but like not like this. Yeah, I mean, he. That's the thing is, he goes all over. He's high, he's low. He does the shotgun shit. He fucking does the squeals. So, Stan, did you? I heard you laughing. Did you? <laughs> yeah, we were I both mean, laughing. Okay, is this the is this the band that you played a couple episodes ago that we just had that ridiculous vocals? Yeah, I played okay. the part where he was just like rapping. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I mean, yeah. He, I, he does. Yeah, the fast ass shit, dude. It's fucked <laughs> up. It, if you listen to it in its entirety, it is so fucked up because he'll go into that stuff after like some long ass scream, and I'm like, dude, motherfucker, help! Like, do you got bird lungs? Like, you got like an extra set? You get what I'm saying? That you're pulling dude, oxygen from? I've heard. Like, I've heard he, they can pull it off live, also. Dude, like just as good. That's what I've heard. See, so I don't and know. That's fucked up to me because mm-hmm. like that's. Yeah, and I, I I feel, yeah, like the whole rap, like MC thing, like, yeah, at times he sounds like he's kind of like, yeah, spitting like rap shit. But Stan, dude, Stan was going to say something, I think, though. What were you going to say about yeah. it? No, I mean, I I enjoyed it, but I just, you can't, I can't help but laugh. I mean, it's just so ridiculous. <laughs> it's so, like, yeah. so in your face punchy, and then you got that shh that shit screaming on top of it like I just, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not saying it's shit, but you yeah. know what I mean, like. Yes. I feel. Yeah, like I said, I said during the last time, there was I just something about the drum tone and the production. I just kind of was bugging me, and like I think that was why I turned it off a couple of times. But I'm gonna listen to it full through because it's definitely worth it. Think, like just to see what I mean, the hell I they're feel, gonna dude, do. When you when you say that, it's it's very very polished. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I loved it. I but still yeah. do like it. Sweet. What about you, Stan? Um, I don't think yeah. anything new, and I guess I kind of got, uh, we were talking about kind of going back and, uh, you know, maybe checking out some shit we talked about before, and I guess I'll just start that out. Um, hmm. I just been, uh, I've been jamming Trivium. Look at you. Oh. Trivium. Doing that, his homework. Oh, fuck, man. That shit's good. That new Whoa. CD is fucking awesome. Really? All you, I you dig hearing. it now. Dude, I, I don't know. It's just like, it's so, it's so catchy. Like Dude, everything, so, though. It, yeah. And I mean, uh-huh. Shadi, you kind of hit, like, I'm not, I don't have a lot to say. Like, you kind of hit it on last time, but like, I, it's just catchy. It's riffy, and the drum, the drummer's fucking awesome. I mean, hmm. it's just, there's <laughs> nothing about it. But I mean, as an album, like, I like, I like it start to finish. It's just a really fun album. And it's just like, I don't know. I just, Trivium, I always like, it's kind of like a love hate relationship with that mm-hmm. band. Like, sometimes I'm really into them, and sometimes I'm not. And like, I don't know. The new CD just got me back, and I was listening to the old stuff, and it was just—it's been a fun couple weeks. It's funny Trib- you brought it up because I just added it to my iTunes library today because I was listening to somebody else talk about it, saying how it was like same thing. Like they didn't like anything they've done lately, but they like their old shit, and now this album's blowing them away. And I remember, it, you know, obviously Shoddy's brought it up like on two episodes already, and so I, I downloaded it today, but I still I, haven't went through it, so I'll still have to give it a shot. 
I don't know if I said it before though. I still don't think it's as good as Shogun. I right, still think right. that's my favorite album of theirs. Oh, see, I like don't... I went back and like I not the last couple albums because I mean they got a lot of stuff and you know their albums are kind of long and you uh-huh. know long songs, so it's kind of hard to like really dive into them. But I, I did listen to like Up the Shogun, um, and but like Ascendancy, that's like probably my favorite. It's just like the most metalcore, like you know, mm-hmm. it's got that old metalcore sound, but it's just. Matt's a really good, like, he's just good at what he does. He yeah, can yeah. pull those hooks off and, like, the riffs and just good songwriting. So, I don't know. Well, A-plus to you, Stan, for doing your homework. Uh, yeah, she had to. I, I, wish I get a fucking D. I wish I it would have been one of my songs. <laughs> but, you know, uh, whatever. You know, hey, pick uh, shotties, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> See if I listen to anything you picked. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, just, you know? I just fucking listened to something that you said a couple episodes That's ago. True. That's true. Hey, like thank my you, Sean. I get a C plus, I guess, now. <laughs> <laughs> it was from a few episodes ago, but it's late. But So, yeah, C will do. What I, it's C. That's what I said. C. <laughs> Sometimes right. I don't hear so good, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, what do right. you have to so bless us with? I've got uh, two controversial new albums that are definitely not small bands, the first one that I've been listening to a decent amount is the new Morbid Angel album. Thank you. Okay. I was waiting. I didn't yeah. listen to it yet. Yeah. I wanted to hear I knew you were going to bring it up. Kingdoms Disdained came out like, uh, I think last Friday, so not too long. It hasn't been out for too yep. long yet, but yep. I've definitely listened to it at least five, six times already. And Really? D- yeah, dude. It's fucking good. It's getting some hate. Some people are, are definitely into it. It's getting some hate. Um, well, not hate, but people are well, kind of just dude, calling it boring and whatnot. I've heard nothing but good shit, honestly. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. I've heard not one. A, a couple stupid people on some forums that were yeah. uneducated and had no weight said some shit about it being generic. But what the fuck do right. I like? That was it was two people, and it wasn't like it came from a review or anything. Yeah, the majority of that I shit or the shit that I read said that it was awesome. So I just well, had I a mean, feeling you were gonna bring it up, so I waited much- to listen to it. Yeah, pretty much everybody is saying that it's a return to form, you know, like because their last album, Elude, whatever, it was shit. It was like electronic stuff. Obviously, anybody who's listened to it knows it sucks. So this is like a, a return back to their more, you know, the way they were doing it before that, the Steve Tucker era, Morbid Angel. And uh, the only problem I have with it, when I, when I first turned it on, I was like, you know, Stan, like you want to hear Trey's riffs, you know, mm. and you, it's hard to. Which is crazy because it's Eric Rutan who did who did their production on it, and the drums and the vocals are way up front. Which you know the drums are actually fucking awesome. There's a new drummer and he does a really good job filling like Pete Sandoval's Sandoval's shoes and whatnot. Like he does a really fucking good job. But dude, they're so loud and it makes it sound kind of like crushing and heavy, and 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 everything. But like, dude, I want to hear the fucking guitars, you know, and they, and certain songs you can hear them. They'll, they'll bring them to the front and everything, but it's very hard to hear it. And I know I'm not the only one. Cause I went, once I started looking it up online, I saw some other people kind of saying the same thing. So it's kind of a bummer. Like, you know, the album I think is pretty fucking good. If they just fix the production, it would definitely raise it from, you know, where it's sitting now, but that's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah I mean, but let's, I only listen to the, whatever song they're playing on uh liquid metal. And pile of little I, arms or whatever probably yeah. i don't know they had like you didn't listen to us about not listening to that anymore oh no i can't put it <laughs> off well no i'm glad i didn't because uh the <laughs> roots this week was uh 2000 death or 2017 death metal it was just oh, two nice. hours of just every death metal band that came out this year 
And nice. th- yeah, I mean, obviously put, they put that on, but the first thing I thought was like, this sounds like absolute garbage. Like, did you? What mm. the fuck? But like, it sounded like a cool song. See, but yeah. I, I didn't know it was Eric Rutan. Like, I'm surprised because he usually he's got like he's I like know. spot on with that death metal sound. I'm bummed. Yeah, yeah. Because I really do respect and like most of the stuff he's done, man. I, I don't, I don't understand how you put how you listen to it, listen back to it and be like, this is good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Dude, do we have a but clip? I want to hear it. We do. And I will say, like, here's the thing. you gotta Once you get a few songs in, you start forgetting about the production a little bit. You kind of just accept it, and you can get past it, you know? But, yeah, let's go ahead and hit the clip for this one. Yeah, so that was, that was the song called Dead, D-E-A-D, with like periods in it. And I picked that one because you actually can hear the guitar is really good. It's 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 my probably my favorite song on there. It's got some cool-ass riffs. So, you know what I mean? Like some like I said, some of the songs, they do bring the guitars out, and that's one of them where they do. So but it's too really bad they didn't do not, it in the rest. Though. It's just, no. I, and I mean, and the sound, is, you know, the tones of the guitars and the drums and everything sounds good. The vocals sound good. It's just like... Mm-hmm. Whoever, I don't know if he mixed it himself, but like it just, it just needs a little bit of mixing. That's all it needs. Yeah. yeah. You know, maybe they'll remix yeah. it one time at some point. Yeah. But uh, Steve Tucker, dude, on vocals. Oh my God. He sounds so good he's on badass. this album. Like he's the, dude, he's the VIP of this album because, First, you know, he gets a lot, he used to get a lot of shit, you know, for not being Dave Vincent. But like, dude, he gives it everything on this. He does a lot of different, he varies it up a lot, dude. You can, he's a lot more clear. You can understand his lyrics half the time. He gets some really heavy shit, some evil sounding stuff in there. I mean, I just, I can't get enough of like his vocals. That's the one thing. Like, you might not be able to hear the riffs all the time, but Steve Tucker sounds fucking awesome. Dude, I, I agree. And I mean, I just personally don't like Dave Vincent. I think he seems like a mm. douchebag. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you know? for sure. So I just have something against him. Like, I don't know the guy personally at all. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> like, you know, it just it seems like a guy I want to hate. But I, I like, I don't know. What, dude? <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're not wrong. You know, but like, I I was just like blown away. Like, that's, you know, all the Steve stuff was like just really good in my eyes. And I'm, I'm going to take a, I'm going to, I'm going to do my homework on this one. I'll come back to you yeah. on it. 
yeah, check it out. Uh, if I'll anyone be, out there, if you're a fan of like gateways, there's some gateways in there. The second half, they got some slower mid-tempo shit, kind of like domination kind of shit. So it's got mm. a little bit of everything. Don't, I mean, I still say, listen, you got to listen to it. It's fucking Morbid Angel and, you know, the production's not great, but you can, you know, whatever. It's still fucking good. I, I think it is. So I highly recommend it. So anything else from you guys? No, sir. All right. I'll do one more then before we move on. And this one is another one where, I don't know, man, it seems like either you love it or, or uh, I shouldn't say that. It's kind of of a lukewarm response and it's the new Faceless album. Have you guys checked it out yet? No, I've seen it. I heard one song on Liquid Metal the other day. You remember the name? Uh, no, I don't. Digging My Grave, Spectral, or... I, I believe it was Digging My Grave. Okay. Well, yeah, because they... Here's the thing. is The Faceless, dude, it's been like, what, four years, five years since their last album? And uh, the problem I have is, like, dude, the singles, there's, like, at least two of the singles, Black Star and Spiral Void or whatever. Dude, they've been out for quite a while now. So I had been listening to those a little bit. And then they released another single... And then the rest of the album is kind of short. Like, there's two spoken word tracks on there, which kind of just take up a bit of space and, and just to make it look a little longer. And then there's one instrumental, which the instrumental is good, but I just kind of feel like they they, they they threw something together to get it out, which is kind of a bummer since it's been so long. Don't you mean he? Well, yeah, Michael Keane. Inste- yeah. Instead of, yeah, not really they, but he true yeah well that's the thing so i mean if, if anyone hasn't paid attention i mean they've went through so much bullshit they've lost like the whole band basically they had to reform it you know they recorded one of the songs and then i believe like half the band left that was even on that recording and yada yada they've just been you know and then all the, obviously all the drama probably everybody's heard about about canceling tours and all that shit but regardless i wanted to hear it because i want to like it because i've always liked the faceless and um so i listened to it once and I was I was very lukewarm about it. I was like, this is okay. But the mix of like songs that I've already heard before, and it just seemed like it didn't really flow that well. But so I kind of came on your planning to be like, ah, eh, it kind of sucks. But then for some reason, like I kept going back to it. And now I actually really like it. So I've been I've played it like five or six times and I didn't even want to. I would just like keep it like letting it replay. And uh, so now I fucking really like it. I, I don't know. I mean, Ken Sorceron from Abigail Williams, you know, he's doing the vocals now. And I like the black metal touch he brings to it. It mixes it up from the last couple albums. You know, it's got the higher stuff. So the song I I, I wanted to play just a, this just the intro from is digging digging my grave. I think it's called. You know, obviously you guys might have heard it already, but just check out the intro. It's got a very black metal feel, just kind of mixed with the faceless. I think, and I think it's pretty cool how they do it.
Yeah, what what'd you guys think of that? So I loved Ken. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say I, the same I, thing. The guitar That's... sounded weird. Hmm. It, like I don't know. I think I may do do I need to like listen to it that in its entirety? It just seemed like it was kinda all over the place. And it is. Ken was the anchor. And then I liked the shit that was going on when Ken was there. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. It's. I mean, it, the album does go all over the place. I mean, in that song, dude, there's even a fucking like flute section that leads into like the guitar solo. Okay. And I don't know. I mean, it's kind of cool. No. Part of me, th- part of me thinks of Anchorman, and I start <laughs> laughing <laughs> whenever it starts because the flute's going crazy, you know. But then uh, the other part of me is like, it keeps it interesting, and I kind of, you know, I mean, it's Michael Keane, dude. It's always self indulgent and kind of a little bit over the top and stuff, but. You know, I mean, I'm kind of biased. I've always liked them, and I kind of like all that. It does go all, all over the place. There's even a, a cover song on here of Depeche Mode, and it's sitting like right at like six or seven or something like that. You might not even know it if you didn't, you know, if you don't know. But and it's dude might be like one of the best songs on it. It's got more of like a chorus to it and whatnot. Really good, so, really good. So, dude, how mm-hmm. much of uh, Ken is on this album? Then is this all him? Oh yeah, dude. He does the vocals all through it, and it's okay, a lot. Okay. You know, he he definitely gives it a little bit of a black metal flair, but he throws in the deep stuff too. And you know, it's much different than Abigail. You know, but no, um, no, for sure. I mean, I just definitely liked what I heard. I didn't know if it was more of a yeah, a, I guess a mix of the guys before. There's a lot, there's a lot of there's a lot of Michael's cleans, but he does a little bit better on this album. So okay, than like the last one. You know what I mean? It's still very monotone and like operatic. Yeah, or, or, yeah. I don't know how you explain that, or you know what I mean? But I like it. Yeah, I get it. Not everybody does, so I guess proceed with caution. If you're a fan of them, it's it's worth checking out. I didn't like it at first, but for some reason, I can't stop listening to it. So, I, I you know, I don't know. I guess I'm into it. But let's move on because we got a lot of shit to go through. Well, let's just uh, let's hear what Chase has to say with, from Gate, Gate Creeper. Sounds good. Yeah, he was cool. Uh, talked to him at the Cannibal Corpse show. It was them. Gate Creeper Power Trip. We can talk about that after the interview. But uh, real fucking cool guy. I really liked him. And I don't remember what we talked about, so you guys can listen for yourself. Right, man so yeah i'm here with uh chase from gate creeper how's things going man good how about you not bad uh so i know you guys uh it's probably is, is this the biggest tour you guys have been on so far i think so i mean we've kind of been you know doing bigger and bigger tours starting when our record came out we did that tour with skeleton witch iron reagan oathbreaker then we did tour with nails toxic holocaust and then we did the tour with paul bearer um, that's right so they've it's all been kind of you know getting bigger and bigger every time so right right so yeah i mean cannibal i mean as far as you guys with death metal 
you guys got to be pulling a lot of fans. Have people been coming up after the show and stuff? New fans and stuff? Yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah. been a lot of people that are like, you know, I've never seen you guys before and they'll buy a CD or a record or a shirt. I mean, there are people that have come, especially the places we played before. They, they, you know, hey, I came here to see you guys. I love, I love Cannibal Corpse, but I came here to see you guys. You okay, know? Oh, that's Which even better. Cool. That's yeah. cool, man. Um, so growing up with Cannibal, you know, for me, I mean, for a lot of people, it seems like it's kind of a, you know, one of those entry point bands. I, I know for me, it was one of the first Hammer Smash Face, you know, stuff like that. What about you? Yeah, um, I mean, they were one of the first death metal bands that I was aware of. And Eric, our guitar player, and Sean, our bass player, they're like Cannibals, like their favorite band. Okay, yeah. You know, so I mean, I, I I'm I'm a big fan, but the, for those guys, it's like their favorite. So, so it's it's been really cool to be on tour with them. Right, right. That's cool. So, if it wasn't, what was, what was maybe one of the first death metal CDs that kind of bridged the gap for you? Can you think of one? Um, well, when I was in high school. I remember I got into, you know, I went from like punk into like some kind of like hardcore stuff. And then that's when like um, Black Dahlia Murder, the first record came out. And uh, and then from there, I think I saw something in a magazine or something. It was like comparing them to At The Gates. Yep, exactly. So At The Gates, Slaughter of the Soul was one of the first like death metal albums that I really was like into. And then I went from there and found like Carcass um, just you know, bands that I that when I was younger that I was into, just bands that they would name drop and stuff. You know, right. Robin Angel, The Section. Um, so I got into stuff through that. Okay, yeah, that's similar. Because for me, I think uh, I heard an interview. You're probably about the same age. I'm about thirty. I'm gonna yeah. be thirty in a month or so. Yeah, I just turned thirty. Okay, so it was similar for us. I got guys in the podcast. You know, some of the metalcore and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, Black Dahlia and all that. Yeah, same kind of a path. Yeah, kind of bridges the gap a little bit. Some people. Won't admit it, you know, yeah. some of that metalcore stuff. But well, I mean, hey, I mean, I, and I tell, and I'm, I tell people this all the time. Like, I didn't really get into metal until I was a little bit, because I was into punk and stuff. Okay, right, um, right. You know, you're the same age as me when we were younger. You know, you know, 12, 13, I was starting into music, skateboarding, getting same into punk, here. and that was when new metal was really big. And I didn't like new metal. Okay. So I was like, I identified, you know, any of like the metal people that I knew that I went to school with, they were into like static x or and i was like that's not for me <laughs> right you know? so it wasn't until i heard you know through punk i got in maybe hardcore and then there was like the metal influenced hardcore so then i got into metal that way yeah man yeah similar similar some of the skate punk and stuff like that yeah. something like yeah yeah same with us man i was slower but then uh some people get down on that but when you find it you find it yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know whatever gateway it is that's cool man yeah that's cool okay so Obviously, the album's been out since last year now. You guys still riding a bit of buzz off of that? Yeah, I mean, we've it's still selling, you know. Yeah. Um, we just put out that new uh, seven inch, and we have some we have some other stuff coming out like in a couple months for a split. We recorded those all together, um, but I think that we've been touring pretty consistently since that record came out. I mean, it, it is our first record. It is a new band, and you know, like even though. Um, you know, it got a real big push when it when it came out. People are still hearing it for the first time. Right, you know, when right. We're, we're on a tour like this. People are still hearing it for the first time. So I mean, like, at least for the vinyl of the record, it's like we just sold out of the rest of what we had, and it's like nice. going to be pressed for like the fifth time or something. You know, so it's still doing well. But we're we're you know kind of getting our in the headspace of you know getting ready to do the next one. So what was the idea with the seven inch? Was that did you guys have those songs already written, or did you go back in and do those? No, well, we actually, like, um, you know, we wanted to do a 7-inch on this um, label, Closed Casket Activities. Right, okay. Our friends, uh, Nonsit. Yeah. So, 
Um, relapse was cool with us doing that, and then and then we got approached to do a, a split on relapse. Uh, we don't want really want to tell too much details, but so we we were like, all right, we'll just do it all at the same time. So we recorded all the songs at the same time and kind of split it up. This is going to be for the seven inch. It's going to be oh, for the okay, split. right. But we didn't have any of those songs written. And this is a new something new for our band that we were just like, all right, we're going to record at this time. We have until then to get these songs ready. Okay. So we just like wrote them all and knowing that there was two different releases we kind of like had them a little bit of a different style on them okay right kind of differentiate them so that was fun did that and change it at all like with that time frame did, did you notice any difference in the way the songs came out no i mean, I mean it sounds I, like classic gate creeper yeah but. i was i mean i was worried about it because we never really worked like that before you yeah. know but um it worked out really well and just the way the kind of our, our dynamics in our band the way that we write it's like it, it, it worked out well yeah um, even though it was like I think the crunch might have helped us out a little bit you know right like the pressure was on um, but in the end I think it turned out really well it's the best stuff we've done so far okay so you know at least if you ever had to do a record with yeah. a time frame you guys could probably handle it yeah exactly so I know Nate uh, Garrett Spirit yeah. Spirit of Drift joined the band you know for touring and all that kind of stuff yeah. at least a year ago or something like that now yeah I, I think it was two years ago now okay. about maybe yeah, right about two years ago. I think it's two years ago in October is when he played the first show with us. Okay, right on. Did so? Did he join in on the writing at all? Or did you guys keep it kind of the uh, same? For I mean, for the full length, we when he joined, we had already had most of the full length right. already record. Uh, I mean, already written. So, but um, for the the new stuff, he helps. He's got in on the writing, um, okay. which is because usually it's it's mostly me and. Eric, the other guitar player, because I don't, you know, vo- live I just do vocals, but on the record I play guitar too. So me and him most write, write most of it. We, you know, send stuff back and forth. But for this new, these two new releases, Nate got involved. And, you know, me and him wrote a song together, um, and then he, you know, had, put in some leads and stuff on the other one. So it's been cool. That's cool because I know when I talked to him last time, he was like, I don't, you know, I don't want to fuck anything up. They've got a good thing going, yeah. you know, but. Uh, I didn't know if you'd be adding any licks in there or anything like no, that. Yeah, so it's, it's always good to have good to have like somebody else introduce some more new ideas, yeah. you know. And so you're playing the Spirit of Drift also, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got like that cross band going thing right now, sharing family members and everything. Yeah, it works out though because I think we kind of have we're on the same page where it's like, all right, Gate Creeper is, you know, is one thing. Spirit of Drift is another. You know, you could say that like the for Gate Creeper, you know, it's kind of me and Eric or or you know it's it's our thing you know and and Nate contributes now but he plays in it Spirit of Drift is Nate's thing you yeah. know so it's not even like a side project thing it's like did you help at all with the writing on that last Spirit of Drift um, on the Spirit of Drift record um, I helped out on the record and you know a lot of the, we did you know Nate would send me like the demos that he had and I would tell him um, you know hey maybe to change this up that most of it I mean it was it was already written but I definitely helped in the pre-production, and then when we were recording it, I played a role in like helping produce it, okay. which is cool. And I think that my relationship, me and Nate, like he trusts my ideas and, yeah. and staying back and forth, so we, we work really well together. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Congrats on it being you know number two on Decibel and yeah. everything. That's pretty sick. Yeah, that's cool, think, man. I think next year um, we're gonna be. The Spirit of Drift's only played like maybe just a handful of shows, right. maybe six shows total, if that. But next year. I think the shift might change a little bit, so that we're, we'll we'll play more Spirit of Drift. We still we're still going to do stuff with Gate Creeper, but next year we definitely are going to 
Uh, you know, we're playing that Decibel Beer and Metal Fest. Um, and we're playing the Migration Fest that just got announced. So uh, we'll be touring to and from those. Yeah, yeah. Now, I know when I talked to Nate, too, he mentioned uh, you guys both passed. I don't know if you mind talking to the whole yeah, addiction yeah, yeah. thing. And yeah, you guys yeah. both kind of share like a similar. Yeah. Thing. So that was, you know, kind of one of those things that drew you guys together as far as playing together. Is that something similar for you then? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of how uh, Nate came into like the our crew i mean i'd known him he was playing in another band with some people that i knew and then when he got sober you know I'm, i've been sober for i was sober for a couple years at that point and we were going to go on it we were going on our first like east coast tour with gate creeper he wasn't in the band yet but i was like hey do you want to come with us do you want to like sell merch because i knew that he wanted like i wanted him to go out Something but yeah and i wanted him to kind of experience like get used to being out on the road and not you know drinking so I, sure. I brought him out we brought him out with us and then it was pretty soon after that tour that you know he ended up joining our band so yeah it's definitely brought us closer yeah to stuff. is this probably it's probably nice to have each other on the same you know same yeah. page and everything I, I would assume oh yeah it's nice yeah was that uh was that a long process for you man like just the whole recovery part of it how oh, long did it yeah. take to really feel like you were done with it i mean it took a long time for me i was like kind of bouncing back and forth but that was like you know, I couldn't have been doing. I couldn't be doing any of the stuff that I'm doing now. Um, you know, I've always, I always had the idea for what Gate Creeper is. I had the idea. I even had the name for a while, but I could never really, you know, make it, make it happen because I just was like so messed up that my life was a mess. You know, I didn't really. So it took, it took like a year after. Um, I'd gotten sober so that I could, and that's not even the time before that when I was like back and forth, back and forth, okay. you know. Uh, but it took a year after to kind of, you know, I'd, after I'd gotten sober to get the band going, and it helps me to do this sort of stuff. And you know, I stay really busy doing the two bands um, whenever I'm at home. But it's, it's, I don't really think about it as work, but like I'm working all the time, and it just keeps gives me an excuse to just like not go back to how it was and, right, you know man. just kind of keeps him busy and uh i enjoy it yeah, yeah i would imagine a lot i you know uh for a long time i had nothing to lose you know okay. so it was like nothing else when, to do yeah exactly right but now i got a lot of stuff to lose and I, I i like i like everything that i'm doing and i i realize it's it could it could you know be gone in a, in a flash yeah um so yeah it's cool keeps you focused that's yeah, cool man yeah, yeah. All right, I don't want to keep it more of your time I know you gotta get uh, out there uh, uh, last question end of the year list and all that kind of stuff you have any top three or a couple albums that you've been you've put on a list yeah yeah uh, there's this black metal album called Crow the band's called Crow Lock have you heard that no, no. It, the album's called Flying Above Ancient Ruins I think okay. it's really good I haven't really seen a whole lot of uh, talk about it but it's really good Power Trip album I mean, the Cannibal albums, I mean, obviously. Yeah. Um, what else did I really... There's this band from um, Australia called Incinerated. Okay. They kind of sound like, almost like Mortician. Oh, yeah, okay. But, okay. but they have, like, it's like a real drummer. There's not a drum machine, but that's one of my... That's probably my favorite release of the of the year, Incinerated. Incinerated, okay, sweet. Yeah. Sweet, man. We'll check right. them out. Yeah. Awesome. All Thanks right. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, dude, appreciate it.
once again, let's get a thanks to out oh, to Chase from Gate Creeper. Yeah, you seem like a fucking awesome dude, but I I think we should just go into the show reviews because I want to talk yeah. about this dude and the rest of his mates. Yeah, dude, me and Stan, we were it was a pretty good night. Yeah, we had uh, Gate Creeper opening up for uh, Cannibal Corpse and then Power Trip. So start start with Gate Creeper. What were your impressions? Oh, we got to start with there. Yeah. Oh, it was just uh, I was absolutely blown away they're like the fucking best band i don't know <laughs> i mean i'm, I'm not gonna de- beat a dead horse they're on my like top albums last year and stuff but i wasn't gonna bring it up in listening but they, i've been listening to trivium and gate creeper like every single day <laughs> it fucking the album from last year i don't so, sonoran sorry, yeah, sonoran, yeah it's just i don't know it's so fucking good but then seeing it live mm-hmm. my god like they're so clean and so like I don't know, it sounds like the album, but it's just like so. I yeah, don't know. Better, so clean and just so fucking. It's just awesome. Like I have no other words. It's very tight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It def- yeah, it definitely sounds just like the album or better. And uh, I know me and you were talking like after the set got done, we were like, dude, I'm kind of worried about the next two bands. Like, I don't know how Cannibal's going to be like top that. Dude, and I mean, I kind of knew what I was getting myself into with Power Trip. I'm yeah, I knew the one song. I was looking forward to hearing the one song, Executioner's <laughs> Tax, and then the yeah. rest of it was just like, eh. But I knew it. I wasn't disappointed. I wasn't, you know, I kind of knew yeah. what I was getting myself into. But yeah. co- coming to Cannibal, I mean, I always love, I mean, I've seen Cannibal, what, one or tw- two times before, mm-hmm. and they're always good to see, and I love Cannibal, but like, I kind of had that feeling like, I wish Gate Creeper would just come back on, like, you know? <laughs> really, really? Yeah. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Cannibal. And it's just, it's so fucking awesome. But it's kind of like yeah. the same show every, you know? Yeah. They had different songs because they had the new album. So they played new songs, which sounded tight. A lot of new songs. Yeah. But I don't know. Gate Creeper stole that show for sure. Well, yeah, dude, Gate Creeper, it probably was my favorite of the night. And also just because I wasn't even expecting. I mean, I, I like I said, I love the album, too. I just wasn't even ready for it. Like once they started going, dude, I was up front in the pit, photo pit taking pictures. And I, and I actually was like, I only took like 10 pictures, 20 pictures. And I was like, fuck this. I like left and went back into the, into the crowd just to be like, just to be able to hear it better. Because I could, it just sounded so good. You know, I didn't even care. But uh, I don't know, dude. Actually, I thought Cannibal sounded really good. I did miss a few songs for one of those interviews, but I was really into it. I thought they sounded better than the last couple times I saw them. Just a little bit cleaner, a little clearer maybe or something like that. But it was a lot of new stuff. A lot. They didn't play as much of the old materials. A lot more Corpse Grinder material. But um, maybe that's why, you know, because a lot of that stuff, there has a lot of groove in there and everything they mm-hmm. went back to more recently. And I think that comes across live pretty good. I mean, I but, have them tomorrow night, so. Yeah, oh, you- so we'll have to hear your... Oh, you're seeing that, that whole team. show tomorrow, aren't you? Yeah, that whole show's yeah, that's, coming through Atlanta tomorrow night. Do so. not, yeah. whatever you do, do not miss Gate Creeper. I mean, take a day off from work. I don't know, just don't <laughs> show off. up late. <laughs> I also thought Power Trip killed it, but I'm also a really big fan of that album, so I knew, you know, I know it a lot better than you do, Stan. Yeah. But um, I thought they killed a lot of energy. Riley, the vocalist, goes crazy on stage. Also very tight, and uh, just really good, so... And then, dude, I just actually went to a show last night, which I'm kind of suffering from still today. <laughs> it was a little, it was a, little, it was a rough, kind of a rough night. It was Hatebreed with Dying Fetus, Code Orange, dude. and Twitching Tongues. Holy shit. My body, dude, is still recovering. I managed to stay like third row the whole time, you know, right at the front of the pit. <laughs> so basically in the pit <laughs> for, for all of... All three of those bands, basically. Dude. And, uh, dude, I I don't want to take up too much time because I literally could probably fill an hour. 
talking about Code Orange, dude. Maybe the best band I've seen live. Maybe the best band I've seen live. <laughs> like, Period? That's how good it was. Period? Period. Dude. That's a strong statement. Like wow. maybe period. And it was an dude. opener playing like, you know, nine songs. They did get about they did get a longer set about nine songs. But oh my God, dude. Like I I cannot say enough. Like if you miss seeing Code Orange live, like if you if there any if there's any way you can get to a show to see these fuckers, like and, and you like them at all. Even I think even if you don't like them or, or not, if you if you don't even know them, I should say, and you just went in blind, dude. Cause they one, their live like stage presence and everything is off the chain, like off the wall. Just they jump around so much. There's so much like energy and passion put into it. And I don't know, you know, you guys have listened to the new album, right? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 You know how they do a lot of industrial stuff on there? Uh-huh. They do that live, the what is it, the bassist or the guitarist? I think I forget. What one of those dudes, he he does all that stuff live and it it does so much one it just makes it sound awesome but they use it to like build shit up a lot so they'll like be doing this weird little industrial part for a minute hitting some of those like little bit little beats here and there and like making you wait for like a build-up dude and just everybody you can just like feel the fucking tension in the room and then they'll just release it into like you know a breakdown or a riff or whatever and i swear to you like dude i don't care if there would have been a six foot dude dude huge guy in there i would have fought any person in that room dude, i was just like ready for a fight like that's how pumped they got me oh, dude dude i'm pissed i missed them actually it was the oh. same night of my fucking work party so dude you don't worry because yeah. they're going to be headlining probably next year any other band oh, like, oh i know i yeah, i know I if i was a band bringing them will. out i would be so afraid like to go on after them <laughs> you know what i'm saying that's how much that's how good it was like they just go so crazy i mean you can go on youtube probably and get a little bit of an idea of how they how they act, oh, no, but I, yeah, I've, to experience I've it live. Video, I've watched videos, yeah, and it it looks oh. amazing. Even through YouTube, it looks amazing. Yeah, and like I said, so I was really, again, really, really worried, like about the next two bands. And then Dying Fetus came out, and dude, they did come out and crush it. Like you know, they're veterans, and they sounded great, but they were following up a really good act. So I don't want to necessarily compare it because it's very different. But I would still say Code Orange was was the highlight. But Hatebreed came out, dude, and they definitely crushed it. And they definitely held their own. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like Code Orange outdid them or anything like that. It's just a different thing. And it was my first time seeing Hatebreed, and it was fucking awesome. Like, I loved it. The atmosphere was actually really good. I expected it to be, be crushed, you know, from where I was, like I said, in the pit, basically. But it was actually just more of a pretty good vibe. And Jamie's just like an amazing front man, like smiling the whole time, getting people amped. I have, you know, I respect them even more just after seeing them live. It was really good. They played most of uh, Satisfaction is the Death of Desire, I think the whole thing. And then they played like Half of Perseverance and they mixed in three, four or five other songs. So it was a nice long set list and it was awesome, dude. I was, I'm just so tired and fucking dead from that show because it was basically pushing for your life the whole time, you know? <laughs> So, anyways, don't miss that if it's coming because it was awesome. And be warned, Code oh, Orange, dude. I'm, I'm jealous, dude. <laughs> yeah. All right. I guess we're ready for uh, Into the Combine's first trivia game. We kind of did games in the past where we, you know. Always, yeah, we always, everybody always likes the games. So, but this is more we, of we like we'd a. bring them back in. This is more of a trivia. Yeah. Okay. So, this is our version of uh, a trivia game. And, uh, you know, we're. Definitely trying to bring the modern metal stuff into it, you know, stuff that we don't hear on other game shows or whatever, and a lot of other people talking about. So, um, I guess just the general, what we're doing is we got two rounds. 
we got first round we can do either do riffs or questions but we're doing riffs and then questions so we'll play a clip and this is all points based so for questions you get one point you got to answer the question correctly you got uh 10 seconds to answer and if you can't answer then uh the next person gets a chance to answer it so obviously there's three of us we all brought three questions three riffs and so you know like you'll get the hang of it when we get going but like shoddy i'll ask jason a question if I, he doesn't get it i get the chance to answer it so and same thing with riffs it's just they're worth two points each you get one for the artist and one for the song name and Thank you, Game Master. i'm your boy and uh, i'm ready dude i've been yeah. training it's been yeah, training all day all week who's starting who's starting this off doesn't matter to me. Give it to me. I'm fucking ready. Okay. Give me the riffs, cause I'm gonna fuck up the trivia for sure. <laughs> See, I, I, I personally Stan's like, gonna win. We all fucking know I it. I personally just... like the trivia a lot. The riffs, <laughs> I kind of just gave you. I'm, I'm, I'm going I light had... on you guys this time, cause it's the first time, yeah. you know, I want to get I the feel for too. this. I had a hard time. I kind of trivia more well known. So, so let's give it a whirl. Okay. Who's, who's giving Jason the first, uh, Bring first it. question? Uh, Shani, Bring it. You go ahead. Ask Jason your, uh, your first question. No, first riff. Oh, first riff. Oh, fuck. Did you want the first riff? Uh, do you want a hard one or do you want an easy one? <laughs> Dude, give me a fucking riff. doesn't matter. I'll take your hardest fucking riff. Uh, I guess go ahead and play number six. Okay, can, death. Okay, you got that. Uh the song, dude. Fuck. Um Can we guess anything? You got five seconds. Spiritual healing. Uh uh. you're done. Okay, so I got one point so far. You did. Do you wanna do you know the album that it was off of? Maybe you can steal well, a point Stan, that way. Or well, is that, or no, are we Stan not, gets uh, the next. Stan gets the Stan. Uh, oh yeah, I for, oh I forgot. Okay, Stanley, do you do you know? I can pick band the song. I'm gonna have trouble this the whole uh, time. I don't. Real, I couldn't hey, even tell you. Real, real quick though, can we give like the next person a hint? Then the album. Why not? You know what I'm saying. The next Why person not? gets the hint then, and I'll, I'll tell him the album that it was off of. Okay. Okay. It, so so it was off of um the the sound of perseverance. Okay. Your, t- your time starts now, Stan. Yeah. Any idea? No. Five seconds, Stan? Spirit Crusher. Uh, no. Yeah, I knew it wasn't. Uh, it, uh, <laughs> so it was uh, to forgive is to suffer. Goddamn. See, I'm not good with song names, man. I'm dude, not good at all. Dude, no, it's hard. Dude, dude, the splash work on the fucking symbols there. That's oh, some Richard of the greatest is shit. A God. I don't need to say that, though. I, I don't know why I said that. but. <laughs> all right. Okay, I will give Shadi a riff then. Cannibal Corpse, Scourge of Iron. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Within seven seconds. I <laughs> think I knew that one too. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I mean. I kind of I want to go easy, you know. No, that's good. Just trying to stump you guys on the song question or names, I guess. But well, because when you're under that pressure, though, even if you do know it, oh, you dude, might. Still oh, pressure, yeah, yeah. It's still that's pressure. The thing. Yeah. All right. So it's to me. So Stan, Stan gets one now. Yep. Yep. All right, I'll throw Stan one. 
Seven seconds left, Stan. Uh, uh, yeah, stop telling me. Give me a guess. <sighs> Give us a guess, Stan. Oh, do you're, I you're out of time. Give us a guess, man. Oh, fuck. Is it death metal? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Think of the tempo. Is it obituary? Nope, you're done. Shoddy. <laughs> Oh, ruthless. Dude, yeah, ruthless. <laughs> I honestly, man, have no fucking idea. Okay. That's and a good I, one. Yeah, that's okay. a real good one. I have no it's idea. It's a good riff though, right? A real good riff, yeah. That one I it was one it was it was the harder one out of the three for me. Or for you know, it's it's probably the well, hardest one. Bullshit. But I thought the tone, the rhythm and everything would maybe give it away. But I guess not. If it starts so with a bu- C, I'm gonna be real pissed off. That was Bolt Thrower. Ah, uh, okay. Oh. Yeah, now it, it makes sense after you say it. Yeah, that's why I know it's hard. You know, it's not, you know, but it, the song is called Granite Wall, Bolt Thrower from the album For Those Once Loyal, their last one. And dude, I just, I've been playing that on guitar for a couple of weeks now and I just been obsessed with it. So I had to use it. It's such a good riff. I just wish I could have kept playing it, but. Yeah. Okay, All well, right. After after the first round, though, how many points do uh, each of us have, Stan? Shoddy has uh, two, and Jason has one, and I am at zero. <laughs> but I'm waiting for trivia. <laughs> yeah, All right. I, I still think you're probably gonna win. <laughs> okay. Can you, right? uh, so I Shoddy asked Jason one, so I'll ask Jason one now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope you don't know it. Lamb of God? No. No. Dude, I have no idea. Ha, I stumped him. Did my time start? Sure. It's stick to your guns. Yeah. But I don't know the fucking Dude, I, song, I was like, man. The only reason I guessed that was because like, when Shoddy knew it so well, it was like Pantera, Lamb of God, <laughs> something that you would like know for sure. No, it actually does. Kind of, yeah, I guess it kind of sounds like oh, a Lamb of God. Now I've got it. It's well, a fucking your... seven second clip, you son of a bitch. Yeah, it's stick to your guns, but excuse you don't me, know I what... don't know. I can't think of the song. No, I, for, I can't. Well, that's too bad. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Uh, what goes know. around <laughs> off the Hope Division, actually, not Diamond. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah, I knew it was I off Hope you Division. See, that's the reason why I feel like we should be able to guess album, because I would have known the Hope... Oh, you were supposed to give me the fucking album hint. Oh. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but that's not really fair. I, guess I don't get no album hint. I guess yeah. it's not fair. We forgot Whatever. about it, so fuck it. <laughs> I guess if I can guess the album, then I should be able to get a half point, because I knew the fucking... I knew it was off the Hope Division. Yeah, that's fair. You got three points, so just shut up. Yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right, sorry, sorry. All right, Stan, go ahead and listen to um, my first one, SE1. Wow. <laughs> uh, is it, uh, it's Black Dahlia. Is it, uh, is it Funeral Thirst? No. <sighs> Dude, I'll give you one so more you're, fucking so guess. So you're guessing Black Dahlia? Yeah. Five uh. seconds, Stan. Oh, fuck. Um, Two, my one, asthma. no. Jason, Elder misanthropy. No. Jason, Contagion. You, you get one more guess, Jason. <laughs> Contagion. No. Okay. <laughs> you, you both failed. Do you, <laughs> yeah, but do it's wait. from the first CD. Yeah, close, uh, it's from Unhollow. Close casket, rock real. There God you go, Stan. Dumb son of a bitch. I'm not <laughs> yeah. giving myself a point for that, though. That's just, Yeah, yeah. but you got the Nardist. 
Yeah, yeah no, no, yeah, I, I, I'm not taking the point. Artist. Yeah, was that a good one? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was, it was so wait, do you, that do you think so that's fast. too short, though? <laughs> see, I like it short? though that way. That's see, well, that's the for way... the easy ones. You can go like that. Yeah, is Jason giving me one now? Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right. See if you can get it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Fuck, man. This is for you, buddy. <laughs> I know, bro. I don't fucking know what it is. Guess. Time's I up. Guess. I, I do. I honestly have no fucking idea. Guess. I, I have no. I have no idea. <laughs> Stanley. It's a monomarth. It's okay. That's exactly uh, what I was gonna guess. That's uh, oh man. Or I, I should have guessed that. <laughs> Are you gonna give me a CD? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. This is fucking easy. I I I don't know this. I don't know the song name. It's a Monomarth okay. for sure. So yeah, Monomarth. The track was Valhalla Awaits Me. <laughs> okay. From <laughs> with, with Odin on our side. Ah, uh, okay. I knew it wasn't Twilight. Yeah. But okay. All um, right. Let's see. Last round of riffs, dude. I had to pick it too. I wasn't gonna pick it. But I've been watching that History Channel Viking show. Have you guys ever watched that? No, no sir. Dude, Vikings. Oh, dude, they play it's the most metal show there is. Marth on there. Uh, I almost <laughs> think they might. They might have guessed it on it at some point or something. But no, oh, they don't okay. play it. <laughs> dude, it's just brutal Viking shit, man. It's so metal. It's awesome. So I've been listening to a lot of Monomarth. <laughs> but I just put five up, so that's yours, Jason. Okay. All right. Here I go. Fuck. <laughs> Dude. That's four seconds. God damn it. <laughs> uh, pass. I don't, I don't know. Sam? Fuck, man. I don't know either. That's too short. Really? I don't. I think it's a perfect riff. It's just I don't know it. Man, it's... it's what is it? It's 22 seconds long. Tell us the band and maybe we can get the song. It's Masuga. Um, Come on. No. How could you guys not hear that? Because it was four was... seconds. <laughs> no, it was, it was 22 seconds long. What do you mean four seconds? It wasn't like the typical like rhythmic shit. I guess not, but you still hear the, the sliding back and forth. <laughs> I mean, okay, I'll even give funny. you the album. I almost used one, too. It was that Colossus was the album. So okay. Any, mm. Colossus. Any idea what fucking song? No. Colossus. No idea. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> Marrow. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just okay. <laughs> yeah. Damn, dude. Ah, okay. <laughs> Some hard shit on here. You said you wanted a hard one, so like, <laughs> I gave, I feel like that was hard. <laughs> dude, if I would have had a few more seconds, maybe, but that's just like that was the I just All right, put like this, that's the like the last one... end of the song. They just trail off. Actually, so this goes to Shoddy next. So Stan, you want to throw him one? Yeah. 
Play number five. Wait a minute, dude. I think I was listening to that riff just now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck. I listened to the wrong riff. Because that was four seconds. Yeah, that's not... Oh. Yeah, Hold that's on. four seconds. Hold on. I got to go back to this other one real quick. Actually, I think I need a redo. Yeah, I was going to say, there's I no... I can throw them on. I got extra riffs. Uh, I okay, can go, I need I, a redo. I swear I to God, go I, throw, I, that's I the one I listened to. I can go throw another one up there. <laughs> I have another one. Wait, wait. So, Shadi, no, go ahead. What was that? I have no idea, dude. This is fucking hard. Four seconds. That's what I'm one, saying. One, one, <laughs> two, 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 two. Come on. <laughs> Fuck, I would have gotten my sugar. See, I God thought I thought this was easy. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> not smug, easy. son of a bitch. You're that's gonna, not easy You guys are going to punch yourself in the face when you hear it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's the bell. I can hear the bell sticking out, and it's pissing me off that I don't know, I don't know what that's from. I, I have no idea. Okay. Oh, it's chilling the bottom. Uh, <laughs> yeah, see? Now I got it. Yeah. It's uh, I can hear it now. A crew death roll. That's hard though. You gotta give us more. Okay. <laughs> I still... All right, I get a redo. All right, boys, it should be up. Three should be okay, up. Okay, S E three. I'm gonna make yes, sure I hit the right S-E-3. one this time. S E three, not fucking Stan Riff. You guys that got the same fucking S E. S E and Stan are two fucking different things, man. Damn. I can't read so my, good. My wife is an optometrist. She'll look at your eyes the next time we're in town. <laughs> All right, here I go. All right. Five seconds. Dude, I don't know. Fucking like Iron Maiden. But I know you wouldn't pick that. No, man. You get one more guess. Any idea? No, I don't know. Stan, would you like to answer? The question, um, dude. I f- I figured out of everybody, you would know this, Stan. Come it's on. It's like. <laughs> I don't know. You stumped me. <laughs> no idea. Oh shit, dude. Oh. That's way too many hints <laughs> for Stan. Could, can you get it, Jason? No, still no. <laughs> Even with all those hints, you still don't fucking know it? I'm just waiting it? for you to do Pantera, so Pantera. No, it's fucking Metallica 1. See, I would have uh, never thought you would have picked Metallica, yeah. damn it. Dude, that's, well, it doesn't matter what you think I would fucking pick. I'd pick <laughs> shit that you should know, fucking. <laughs> fuck's wrong with you? Dude, I, I just can't do seven seconds, man. I purposely didn't put a Pantera song in here because I fucking knew that, that oh. anybody, the second you heard the, wah, you would be like, oh, fuck, dime yeah. bag, Pantera. So I couldn't use that. You know, I was nice. I gave you guys some nice ones. I feel like <laughs> I was nice, dude. Fucking, Meta- <laughs> I gave you Metallica, man. All right, Stan, you, you get my next one. Done. It is um oh Jesus Christ. Uh, it's fucking fuck, I know I'm gonna it's I know it's one of the two. It's is it entombed? Yep, entombed. Five it's seconds. uh fucking I don't know, left hand path. 
Dang. Yeah, you wow. got it. Nice. <laughs> Damn, you See, boy. Okay, that's a good riff because I was thinking dismember the whole time. Mm-hmm, it's just like. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the hard thing. Yeah. That's why I, was, I knew you would get one of those two, but I didn't know if you'd get it right. Uh, good fucking riff, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have got that, so good job, Stan. That's why I gave it to Stan. Let's recap the points real quick before we go into round dose. I don't know if anyone else is keeping score, but I show myself having four, Shadi having three, and Jason having yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right. I mean, I trust you, the accountant. I don't have any... <laughs> I don't have a calculator with me. I can't keep score. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. All right. Ding, ding, to ding. To the questions we go. All right. Questions. Yeah. I've been waiting for this. I'm going to start this one off. Who wants one of my questions? Sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. 1991 was known as the year of death metal with some of the most inf- influential releases in death metal. 16 years later, 2017 is now being called the year of death metal with all the big death metal bands as well as the oh up-and-comers wow. <laughs> releasing death metal masterpieces. Which of the following death metal bands did not release a death metal album in Ooh. both 1991 and 2017? It's a multiple choice. Yeah, did not. Okay. It's a multiple right. choice. A, Morbid Angel, B, Suffocation, C, Autopsy, D, Six Feet Under, E, Obituary. Autopsy. That was easy. You're wrong. Yeah. What? You're, you're very wrong. Mm-hmm. You got, Wait, did you not release an not, album in, in this year, in 91 or 2017? Yes. Yeah. Shadi, you yeah. want to... Wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Morbid Angel I, released one. Hey, hold on. Shadi's still got a... You're wrong. Yeah. It's... <laughs> what? What it's is it? Six Feet Under. Yes, that's correct. Six, six Feet Under, under didn't jo- uh, start until year. 1993. Yeah. I don't understand Barnes the question. Barnes released then. Butchered at Birth with Cannibal Corpse that year. Wait a minute. So the qu- I thought the question was a band that didn't release an album in either 2017 or 91. Like who didn't release one in both years? I understood the question, Stan, just for the record. <laughs> <laughs> That makes it's, sense. It's so be- you're saying... It's a beautiful question, honestly. Yeah, but... Six Feet Under but, didn't release one in 91, but Six they did Feet release... Six Feet Under wasn't around yet yeah. in 91. They weren't, they weren't even a band yet. But So why wasn't Autopsy? Because they released an album They released one year. in both years. They, yeah, this they, year, Autopsy released an album? Yes. Autopsy did? Uh, it might have been an EP. Well, that doesn't fucking count. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. It's not an album. Autopsy. They did not release an LP. I get a redo. <laughs> <laughs> but that was Dude, a good, that is not that was a good question it's, though. It's, it's a very, <laughs> very fucking good question. But they did not release an album. That's that threw me off. Yeah, they they released an EP. Damn, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but goddamn, if that wasn't a good question. <laughs> yeah, I mean a fucking, Mine are a like fucking one book, sentence but each. a question. <laughs> yeah, same here, bro. They give a little bit of a. Uh... <laughs> Not a novel, though, man. <laughs> no, I like it. I appreciate it. And it's, you know... It's... You got any bonus questions? You want a bonus question? Give me another one. I, I think okay, I deserve I'm, another I'm one. I'm going to give Shadi a point, but Jason gets another question. Name the influential black metal band that had a debut album in 1991 that was a pure death metal album. And name the album, too. Dark... Oh, why do I always get this name wrong? Dark... Throne. Dark Throne. Yes. What was the album? Uh, um, Three seconds. Lunar. Two. One. L- lunar. Oh, fuck. 
Eclipse. <laughs> I'm giving you the point, but no, it was Soul Side Journey. Soul Side Journey. I do. I know something like space is. But you got Dark like... Throne. <laughs> yeah. And I feel bad. Okay. <laughs> I always have a hard time with Dark Throne, though. I always mix it up because there's Dark Funeral, Dark Tranquility, and Dark you Throne. You know what we should do? We should I thought I was going to mess it up. <laughs> our questions afterwards so the listeners are learning something. Yes. yes. Dark Throne's one of the most you know, biggest Norwegian black metal bands, but their first uh, album was actually a pure death metal album. Yeah, and it's actually awesome. It is. Really good. It's yeah. an interesting album. What was it called again? Soulside Journey. Yeah. I mean, I've, honestly, I've only listened to it like once or twice, yeah, and, but uh, yeah, it's that, a sweet album. Real quick though, Soulside Journey has nothing to do with space. Well, if you look at the cover and shit, I don't know. Uh, okay, okay. There's a picture that I'm missing then. I was just trying to make There's fun something, of you. I'm sorry. I could be way off. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> soul side okay. journey lunar eclipse lunar eclipse same shit <laughs> man on the moon who fucking knows <laughs> <laughs> all right all this right. is for shoddy then okay i don't have no fucking novel i could try and <laughs> i can try and beef it up george corpsegrinder has been in multiple bands throughout his career name the first band george fronted prior to joining cannibal corpse Dude, I honestly don't fucking know this question. I'm disappointed in myself. <laughs> okay. And want to take a guess or no? No. If you don't know it, you probably won't know it. Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. You just won't know it. With no Stan? multiple choice, I just won't know it. So mm-hmm. the first band he fronted before Cannibal Corpse. Yeah. yeah. Montar- I think there was only Montrosity. one Montrosity. Damn, nice. Montrosity, yeah. Damn. I just didn't know if he had Good another job. one. That's the only reason I right. hesitated. That's the big one. Yeah. Give yourself a point. I already did. I wrote it down before I even answered. <laughs> <laughs> My head is held low. All right, Shadi needs one. Okay. Oh no, Shadi just uh, got one. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll give one to Stan then. So Stan, um, between the buried and me is named after a section of lyrics from which band? Uh, Depeche Mode. No, that's way fucking off. Is it? Yeah. Between the buried and me. Do you want what you get one more guess? The Between the Buried and Me is named after a oh. section of lyrics from which band? Four, two, one. Jason for the steal. Jason, one more time. Do you need me to read it to you again? <laughs> Go ahead. No, I don't need it. I'm just gonna try and buy some time. No, I was gonna <laughs> start. Um, well, your timer starts I've now. I've heard this before. Yep. Uh, but I don't remember. I'm just gonna guess Pink Floyd. No. What is it? Fucking guys. You guys want one more guess? No, nobody wants no, a guess. Fuck off. I won't. It's just going to be a guess. Okay. It is um, from the song Ghost Train by the artist Counting Crows. Oh, that's See, right. I knew that's it was right. something See, I way wouldn't have off. guessed it. Yeah, something yeah. way fucking in left I was field. thinking like Pink Floyd, yeah. something yeah. proggy, but yeah. Right. Yeah, no. It's... No, I know. I knew it was something. And I knew it was something from their Anatomies album, but I, I was trying to run through the track listing. You know how they did the covers album? Yeah, yeah. It's all their like influential shit. And I'm pretty sure they have a pretty sure they have a Black Crow song on there. Maybe they don't. Counting crows, Anyways, yeah. I remember hearing that though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good question. That is a good question. All right, give me another one. In the early nineties, Sunlight Studios in Stockholm, Sweden is where some of the most influential death metal albums <laughs> were created. <laughs> of the following <laughs> albums, which was not recorded at Sunlight, which was not Got it? Wait, not okay, oh, we're Jason. Ta- oh, Sunlight? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Which album okay. was not recorded there? Okay. Uh, grave. not. Into the Grave. Okay. Dismember, Like an Ever-Flowing Stream. Grotesque, mm-hmm. incan- Incantation. Unleashed, Where No Life Dwells. Carnage, Dark Recollections. 
Shit. It's either grotesque or carnage. Grotesque. You're wrong, my friend. What was it? An obvious one that Shoddy? I was totally off on? Shoddy, would you like to take a guess? Can I... We got grave, yeah, I mean, into I the grave, see... dismember like an ever-flowing mm-hmm. stream, unleashed where no life dwells, carnage, dark recollections. I think I'm going to have to go with Jason's second guess. <laughs> you son of a... You, you leech. are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, an, it's one of the big ones, isn't uh, it? Unleashed actually wasn't recorded there. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Which I didn't know that until today. It's fucking hard, damn. Yeah, that's real hard. Okay, so I'm going to give Shoddy one then. This is okay, Shoddy. I know black metal isn't your big thing, but son of a bitch, this still you can get a half a point for this because you should be able to at least get like one or two of these. So I don't have a story like fucking stance questions. (laughs) (laughs) The black metal scene rose out of the death metal scene back in ninety. No. (laughs) Name name three black metal bands who have had members involved in murder. Dude, how the fuck am I supposed to know this? Dude, like, you should. I'll, you gotta at least get one. I don't Come know. On. I don't. I have no. I literally have no idea. I knew that there was the one fucking band that ate all the 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 one dude died and they ate him. Okay. That was what was his name? I have no idea. I literally have no idea, dude. Okay. I don't even think that was considered murder. Can I answer? Yes, Stan. Go ahead. Burzum, Emperor, and Mayhem. Damn, Stan. Are those okay. correct? I'll give that to you, even though it was. I'll give that to you. For sure, because it was just three black metal bands, and Burzum and Mayhem is definitely so two Emperor was even though, though would, I didn't know involved in murder though. No, Emperor is Emperor is right. Burzum, Emperor is right. Oh, Foss, the Mayhem drummer, was killed a a gay man. Yes, you said Mayhem and Burzum, which I'll give you the point because Mayhem it is two was different killed. bands, even though oh same same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Burzum did the killing. Oh, there's one other band. Okay, can um, you get it? Bonus point. Hmm is dissection dang nice <laughs> perfect stan got the bonus point no Give i'm just getting, i'm giving myself one okay yeah. all right i was actually okay. i wasn't thinking of it that way like two bands for one i was thinking i was i forgot that the guy from he got murdered from right you know. yeah but burzum was in mayhem at the time yes so, you know i know what I'm saying? but i wasn't thinking of so that it way worked. i wasn't trying to get it, two for yeah. one <laughs> right 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 it's a good question i like that yeah yeah real good question Okay. All right. Uh, so, Jason. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm fucking nervous. Let's see here. All right. This is a good one for you. The last Black Dahlia Murder album to feature the drummer Zach Gibson features which city as its album art? Mm. Okay. I know it's Canada. That's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Can I? <laughs> it's not... It's not Detroit. Well, do you know the album first? Maybe we should start there. Yeah, Miasma. Okay, there you go. I'll give you a point for that. Is it? It's it's... the city is wrong. We should just stop and let Stan. (laughs) Let's Stan. Oh wait, it wasn't Detroit. No. No, Oh, they play. They have the music video playing in there. I thought it was like uh, uh, some. What was the first thing you said? Vegas. There you go. Mm. Yeah. Give me the point. No, I'll give it to him. He's down. Uh, uh, he's down. <laughs> I was going to kick Actually, him, but if you want to give him the point, well, you know, fucking winning now. I, I always thought it was Detroit, and then I remember hearing yeah, that it was something else. For no, some reason, I thought, you, can, it, you know what I mean, it would make sense, like, across the river was Canada. I think well, that's where my yeah. mind was going. But then when you I do remember the Vegas it, thing. Dude, when you, like, look at it, you can clearly see that it's, like, Detroit. Yeah. Like, it's, a, like, a picture of the strip. Right. Yeah. See, I, knew, I was thinking I of the music gonna, video because I thought somebody would would have said Detroit, and that's why I thought that that would have stumped you guys because I thought it was question. Detroit for the longest time until I looked at it and I was like, yeah. "Damn." Same here. Okay, um, I'll give Shoddy mine. 
What frontman slash guitarist of a melodic death metal band has also recorded albums with bands in the power metal, black metal, and hardcore genres? Oh, we're talking of uh, Lindbergh. Thomas. No. Okay. I'm going to guess Dan Dan Swano. No. No. Good guess. Good guess. Is actually uh, Alexi from Chill the Bottom. Oh fuck yeah! Okay, Alexi. All right. uh, yep. He well, he had uh, his uh, power metal band Synergy with his ex-wife. Um, right. Then he uh, in Palm Nazarene. I believe that's mm-hmm. the band, the black metal band from Finland. And then uh, mm. Kala Hullet, which is an all Finnish hardcore punk band. Damn. Yeah. That was a good one. That was. That was a good one. That was. I was thinking Swano because he did the power metal thing once or something. Yeah, that's a good guess. Yeah. Melodic shit. Okay. All right. So this one goes to you, Stan. This one could potentially be an easy one because there's a lot of options. Okay. Death is a band that has shared many members throughout its lifespan. Many different members that have gone on to form other bands and play in other bands. Name three of those bands that have shared members. With Death? On Death Recordings. Oh, on Death Recordings. Ooh, yes. so repulsion wouldn't count because they didn't—they'd only jammed, right? Okay. Um, <laughs> good call. Well, Steve DiGiorgio, he played in. Well, he's in Charred Walls of the Dam with okay, so Richard. One. Yeah, Richard Christie, Chris Reifert mm-hmm. went on to play in uh, Autopsy. Yep. Okay. You're out of time, but come on, give me another one. <laughs> That's a hard question. You got to think for a second. He gets, yeah, he gets good time. Um, you're good on time. My clock says you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the timekeeper, motherfuckers. He's fine. Terry Butler wasn't in Death, was he? Yes. Oh, he was? Yeah. Oh, he played in Six Feet Under, Obituary, the whole shebang. Massacre. <laughs> Massacre, yep. Boom. There you go. Other options James Murphy, Obituary Ooh, Testament. That's a good one. You said Steve DiGiorgio, yes, Testament, Chargewald, Ice to Earth. Andy LaRock from King Diamond. Gene Hoagland, he was in Dark Angel, Testament, Strapping Young Lad. And then you have all the Cynic dudes, too. Oh. On Human. It's a good question. There's lots of, you could seriously do like 15 to 20. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Stan obviously kicked their ass. You know, I was actually actually thinking about some kind of question. I just couldn't think of the right way to do it, about death and his revolving door of members earlier. There's so many. There's so many. Nice. So what's the total here? All right, what's what's the the final tally? Or is there any more? Let's see. Well, Jason's got got a big three points. (laughs) Damn it. Shotty's got a big three points. (laughs) Ooh. And Stan has seven. (laughs) Smug son of a bitch. motherfucker. (laughs) I want a goddamn Check recount. It. I want a recount. Recount. Yeah. I'm not giving myself points. I just answered those hey. like a, a G. Yeah, that was fucking good. Um, that was fucking hold good. Hold on. You got a bonus one for me and Shadi to tie? I don't have one written down, but I was thinking of something. Let me give me one second and I'll... All right. Okay. So obviously, Vinnie Paul and Dimebag Daryl are probably two of the biggest brothers in metal. Name three other brothers in metal bands. Go- Gojira, Every Kid- Time I Die, At the Gates... Do I got any their brothers? Yeah, I want names. Max and Igor Cavalero. I at least have one set of brothers. I don't know who the fuckers are in Gojiro. Every time I die, Andy and Keith. No, Jordan and Keith. Buckley. At the gates, Anders, Bueller, and... Fuck. I forget. Gojira, Joe, and Mario. Jason gets it. I'll give him the point. He got a <laughs> silver medal on that one. Give me that silver. <laughs> That's all I wanted. <laughs> 
All right. It's a good game, boys. See, look, I was down before trivia. That's I'm I know. Just, I knew you were going to take it. Questions. I like those. Scotty, next time? Yeah. I'm fucking them over, though. I'm <laughs> I not know, dude. Them I fucking hate, tri- I hate trivia. I'm going to give Stan Me the two seconds. <laughs> hey, if you go on just keep going forward, I'll just go on the, I'll go on the spot every week if you want to throw hey, me hey, trivia. Hey, I, I, dude, I'm going to throw you one question sure. for all the marbles. Okay. For all the marbles. Oh, all, the, all right. <laughs> are, are, you, are you ready to go all in? Yeah, I'll go all in. <laughs> Seven points. How, uh, how many former members do Cannibal Corpse have? And can you name oh my them? God. Ooh, that's a hard one. Former members and name them. Oh fuck, I'm not gonna be able to name them. Um, Chris Barnes, obviously, the guitarist. I was just actually reading about it the other day uh, before Rob was. I know it. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> pick me. Pick me. <laughs> okay, this isn't for all your marbles, guy. It's okay. Do you, you, yes, it is. Can we let he Jason committed. have it Yeah, now? go go for it. Give me the gold. Right, who, Jason, who is it? Jack Owen. Uh, what, what guitar did he play? What guitar? Because he, <laughs> was, was he lead. Played? Okay. And then who else was there? I know there wasn't a lot. Yeah, there was one more person. I said there was... Oh, so I guess I told you guys. There's one more. You got two of them. There's one more. Uh, it wasn't the drummer. Nope. Because he's been there forever. Alex has been there? Been there forever. Yeah. It was a lead guitarist, and his name was Bob Rusick. Oh, that's <laughs> fucked. All right, we're uh, going to bring this trivia, I think, back. After we do our end-of-the-year lesson shit, I think we should do another round. Yeah, we'll do a couple more rounds, and then maybe we'll get some of you callers coming in, and you can go up against the big that's boys. That's a really good idea. If you think you've got what it takes I'm going to start writing to questions. Join in on the trivia. I actually loved re- figuring out these questions, so I'm going to just keep going. Every time <laughs> I got one, I'm just going to write it down. So, Yeah, that's a yeah. real good point. Okay, another episode into the combine. Hit us up on Twitter. If you got any good questions, you want to personal message us, you know, message. Thanks for the. We got three, no, four more iTunes reviews. Yeah, oh yeah, fucking thank you. Lots of fucking emails and all kinds of good responses. So, yeah. thanks to all you guys. Well, once again, uh, I am Stan the Man, Jason, and I'm Shadi. You guys stay fucking metal. So I'm Shadi from Into the Combine, and I am sitting here with... Riley from Allegiant. And Greg from Allegiant. 
Oh, fucking, this is an honor to be sitting here with you guys. I, uh, I should have said Alligayon, and he's from Allegiant. So that way, everybody will know who they're talking to. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so get into that difference real quick then. There's no difference. There's no difference it's at all? It's tomato-tomato. Yeah, it is. It Al's is. gay son, alligator legs. You know, you get Al's and Maynon. Al's flowers for Allegiant. Al's gay son, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know, okay, so. It's just the way that people uh, sound it out, you know what I mean? You, like, look at that word, and you see all those vowels. And it's like this is Allegayon. Yes, we still we basically chose the stupidest name on the planet. Yep, but no one will ever sue us for it. That's true. That's that's true. I blame Greg. (laughs) It is my fault. (laughs) Uh, I was guilty of mispronouncing it the first time I came across you guys as well. So I mean, sorry. It's okay. It's okay. um, Everybody gets one. This is our care face. Uh, so I guess let's get into, uh, so this is your first album uh, with the band Riley. Yeah. So I guess, uh, how have you say that, you know, this year touring with them has, I guess, how have you started to, like, grow into, you know, your role in the band? Um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's really comfortable. I mean, it kind of has been the whole time, you know what I mean? Like, I've been friends with Greg since, like, 2011, this, this guy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it was just already, like... There wasn't that awkward, like, hey, man, how's it, uh, how's it going kind of thing. Like, when when we started playing together, it was all just kind of, you know, very natural kind of deal. And so with that kind of foundation set, you know, it was really easy for me to kind of, like, hit my stride with the band and, and you know, write accordingly for the album. And, and then, of course, as far as performance goes, you know, took a little bit of practice, but I feel like... We all we all mesh on stage together pretty well at this point, you know. Fucking year touring, yeah. we'll do that. <laughs> so I mean, you guys always had that like technical aspect to you, but I guess at what point did it? I mean, because this last album, I mean, it was amazing. I mean, it was on my end of the year list for being something that I. I mean, I think I. I sorry, I think I ranked it like a four out of my, on my top ten. So it was it was very high. I, I it should have been number one. Speaking to you guys here, <laughs> yes. but I guess it's, it's that perfect blend of technicality, but yet there's there's the melody there. So I guess wh- where did that come from? Where did you know? You know what I'm saying? Like at what point did it just start to groove well? Was it with the introduction of Riley, or was that kind of happening before? No, I mean, I think I don't know how a lot of tech desk bands start. You know, like yeah. for us, we were just like. You know the the roots of this band were like you know when I jo- when I joined this band Allegiance back in like 2007 it was like you know Arch Enemy and and like Nevermore was what they you know and I'm more of a Dream Theater like Megadeth guy okay. so when I came in you know their their influences mixed my influences so it was never and then we just you know and we started listening to Tech Death after that so it's like Tech Death has been sprinkled onto what we already had instead of coming from like a Tech Death background okay, okay. you know so it's the, we, we like to play our instruments so it, there's a bit of the tech stuff but we're not yeah. like a Tech Death band you know? uh, yeah yeah so I guess um, how much writing did you I guess contribute to with this album Riley I'd say like probably like 80 85 percent wow okay just because a lot of uh I mean so Greg is kind of the mastermind behind like the proponent sonata like the three proponent percentian songs Mm -hmm. um and so he had done a lot of writing as far as like you know like first 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 chorus kind of stuff um goes for for that and I think you did the bridge for the first half of the bridge for uh, uh, Proponent 2 as well. well and did, Proponent 3. Well, Proponent 2, I did, like, the first, like, the chorus and all that shit. Yeah. 
but I can never finish the songs. Okay. That's that's the thing. It's like, I, 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 but the funny thing is, is like I'll like slave on it and like get a good chunk of it done. I'm like, right, I can't do it. And like 30 minutes later, he's like, oh, here you go. And I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? And then, well, and then, okay, so because you, you also did like the first half of Grey Matter Mechanics. Yeah. And then I finished that one up. But then like All Hail Science and Mind and Matrix were both like all mine. All, all, um, all Mike's songs were yours. Yeah. I kind of, I, I wrote a lot for my own songs, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Riley always finished them up for me because I'm retarded. Yeah. <laughs> well, All Hell Science, I guess, outside the chorus, All Hell Science was all right. Mine. Yeah. So I guess getting into that All Hell Science, I mean, what is, where did the love for science and the, the whole sci-fi thing come from? Are, are we... It was just an interest. Just, okay. Like so, back in the day, okay. like all the albums have been from fragments of form and function have always been... That's true. ...science related, so... Are you a scientist at heart, background? Did you I just, study it's just any? interesting. Okay. It's like super okay. interesting, and it's something that like, I don't know, there's lots of bands that do sciencey things, but it seems like meta-science, like it's like, uh, I don't know, like not like real science i mean not that it's not real I, I get, but you know what i mean it's like uh if you fringe science yeah almost. fringe yep, science yep. like you'll exp- i'm gonna expand my consciousness and shit and mm-hmm. it's not that you know that's not a thing but it, it's not concrete as as what we try to do like yeah. with genes and, and, and everything like that which is just fascinating stuff because I'm, I'm not it's easier for me to like write about something that i can just sit there and research and, and regurgitate mm-hmm and it's like, oh, like, you know, some girl just like, you know, ripped my heart out and like, you know, danced on it. Like that, I'm just like, ah, I can't, I can't. That type of personal shit, it, I can't put it into words. Yeah. So that's super hard for me. I, I So it's much easier for me. Mm-hmm. To so so I that. personally am a scientist. I was able like to latch on to. Well, we actually have a scientist in the band now. Oh, now, okay. I have a, a academic background in organic chemistry. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm cellular molecular biology. Oh, right. So, That's yeah. Awesome. So, I mean, the, hearing the lyrics, I mean, I kind of got, you know, a little giddy with, you know, just, I mean, just because it's, you know, we, I go to school and it's, I hear metal, you know, infusing yeah. some of, you know, the knowledge and it's just <laughs> a little crazy at times. I mean, speaking of that, does, uh, does Professor, um, was it Hawking know uh, of his contribution to the CD? So that's that's actually kind of a funny story is that uh, that is not actually a, uh, a Stephen Hawking quote. We had one lined up, mm-hmm. but... Uh, Metal Blade said we were going to get sued for using it. Well, like that. it think, wasn't not from Stephen Hawking, but from the news sources. Right. I think that what it was was that like getting the licensing on it would mm-hmm. have been like a real time-consuming process. Uh And so we were kind of, like, down to the marker as far as, like, turning in the album and, like, getting everything all Mm -hmm. all set and ready for release. And so we just weren't really able to, like, spend the necessary time licensing and, you know, funding, getting, you know, for this one little line of dialogue in the song. So we kind of, like, changed it up a little bit. It was super important because the original one for all the demo stuff was actually Stephen Hawking. Oh, right. So the quote right. is actually mis... Like, so I guess how does it differ? Because I honestly so thought that it was... It's uh, it's pretty close and the in like, it is now that, I mean, that's a direct quote. Yeah, the, it is Hawking. now is direct, is okay. direct quote. The okay. whole, uh, you know, when we asked them when artificial intelligence was asked if there was a god, they responded there is now. That was okay. a, a okay. direct quote from Stephen Hawking. But okay. the rest of it is just like slightly manipulated. Okay. Um, so we try to say the same thing, thing without like I get it because because I mean we you, so we, in essence it's his quote right yeah. and we and we licensed or we we downloaded the software that he used for his vocal for his vocal okay. so it, it's it's for all intents and purposes his voice that's true because that is his voice it but is it, it is supposed to be Stephen Hawking yeah it's just tweaked a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so I know I was talking to you um, a little bit before we started about having Bjorn do guest vocals yeah. uh, on part three for Proponent. I guess how did you guys go about doing that? That was that was a Greg that was a Greg thing. Yeah, that was something Greg oh. had wanted for for a while was okay. to have him uh, do a little guest spot mm-hmm. on the record. Well, we, were, um, we we were talking about having a guest uh, before Riley was even in the band, and it was. Uh, we and we just made a list of guys we wanted, and ultimately, like Speed's one of my favorite vocalists of all time. So I didn't mention him because I didn't think anybody else would go for it. And then Corey, our bass player at the time, was like, "What about Speed?" And I was like, "Well, he said it. Like I didn't say it. he said it. Yes, hundred percent." And then um, with uh, when Ezra is the band, he's like, "Well, that's fine, but I don't want any cleans. Like we can't do cleans." Which was kind of like, "All right, so you're getting a guy, and you're only you're gonna like basically." Just cut off, you know, yeah. like he's not going to handcuff him. Right. That's exactly what it was. It's like, why not let the guy do to his full potential? So, you know, with Riley and it is like, well, fuck it. Like, let pull the trigger. Let him do, let him, do him. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really cool. I mean, it was really easy working with him. And it was like Riley and I sat down and Riley tracked all the parts and we sent them up to speed and, and speed did the whole song. And then we just like, we just chopped, chopped out what we wanted Riley to sing. And then because... A lot of people are like, "Oh, that's super cool! You got him to do the chorus," and I'm like, "He's in the whole song. Yeah. Like, he's it's like a back and forth, like from." Oh yeah, you can you like, can definitely hear it going yeah. between the two of you. Yep, and then even on like the uh, on the bridge, like he does that like kind of gang vocal part. I'm like, "Your population, oh, yep. Oh, okay. yep. He does mm-hmm. that like whole. He does that whole section. So it was just really cool being able to like splice the two vocal parts together and like get it get a good like collaborative sound out of it instead of just kind of having him like okay we're gonna throw you in for the chorus and like that's it you know i mean like it was uh it was really cool you know getting all that together i'm really stoked you did the whole song yeah and he loved the video he laughed (laughs) (laughs) so i guess foreshadowing then do we have i mean what do we have down the pipes here is there anything that you guys any breadcrumbs you guys can give me about have we written anything are we writing have we been Uh, in the studio yet yeah we've definitely Mm -hmm. written a bunch of songs we're gonna hit the studio early next year and uh Generally, when people ask me what the new music is going to sound like, I think that this next album is going to be Allegiant's heaviest and most melodic album to date. Okay. Like, all in one. Like, I think that the heavy parts are, like, super crushing. And, like, the things that we have in mind as far as, like, really, you know, upping the dynamic, like, upping the heavy dynamic and, like, you know, upping the technicality a little bit is going to really, you know, provide, like, a really cool counterpoint to some of the more melodic parts that are like really big and sweeping and almost like atmospheric at times. So yeah, definitely stoked for the new album. There's yeah, lots of really cool just, stuff in there. It sounds like a lo- it sounds like us. Yeah, you know, it's mm-hmm. not gonna be. It's it's uh, we have like nine nine songs done. Yeah, and we've already we were in the studio to do a song for a movie. But I don't know when the movie comes out. I don't know either. It's got a a Patreon, I think. Oh, does it? I think it has a Patreon or like an Indiegogo or something. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it was really funny. I just found out that uh, like our sixth member, Joe Ferris, who who does all the orchestra stuff with me, he just got hired on full time at that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Congratulations. He was, awesome. he was yeah. super excited. I was very happy for that. He deserves it. He's yeah, amazing. He's, he's so yeah, fantastic. so he he just got signed on for that. So it'll be like a legion doing that. You know, we have one song on it, but basically a member is doing all the like orchestra stuff for the whole movie. That's so, awesome. Pretty excited. So, that, so is that heaviness coming from you being a little bit more comfortable, or I just I guess the band yeah. being more comfortable? I mean, I definitely. I'm incorporating a little bit more of my own style. More vocally, cleans, I'm hoping to. Vocally too. onto this one. Yeah, a few a few more clean sections here and there, you know, where where they fit. You know what okay, I mean? Like, I'm definitely not trying to do any kind of, like, uh, 
square, square peg and round hole kind of stuff. Okay. Like, I don't yep. want to just put cleans on a section because, like, for the sake of putting clean somewhere. Like, if it, if it really fits and, like, if it really is, like, you know, if the, the song or the section, like, really calls for it, then, like, yeah, I'll, I'll throw something in there. But at the same time, like, my work with other bands like Inanimate Existence and Continuum is a lot more, like kind of brutal than the stuff that I did on this last record with Norwegian. Well, we had to keep, we wanted to keep the fans, like, when you have a a singer change, it's really hard, so you try to keep it a lot, little similarities, you yeah, know, yeah. which, but now, now that people have fully embraced Riley, it's way easier to go, okay, but, uh, yeah. you know, right. it's time to bring in the big guns, so to speak. Flex a little, flex a little <laughs> muscle, you know. But, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then I just one more question for you guys. Then, what are uh, some albums that came out this year that you guys really got into or really enjoyed listening to? Uh, that would recommend to the listeners. So I can't remember if it came out at the end of last year or early this year, but Vervum's Illuminance, yep, okay, as well as a uh, Violent Depravity's Fruit of the Poison Tree, both amazing albums, both incredible mm-hmm. albums, super super good. That has like definitely been what I've been jamming as far as metal the, goes. Oh, I'm sorry, that's Inanimate Existence. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Inanimate Existence yeah, shorts. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> That's also a really good album. Yeah. The Inanimate Existence album that came out. Yeah. Because those are both good. artisan super era, good. correct? Uh, yeah. Virum Depravity and Inanimate Existence. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. And uh, Inanimate was on Unique Leader when I did vocals for them. Oh, okay. That's so the, where I heard of them before they got re signed. Right. To, okay, okay. Right. They, they, you, they did yeah. their first three albums, I want to say, on okay. Unique Leader, and then I think the contracts ended, and then from there they moved over to Artisan Era. And then you, honey? Uh, you know, it's it's so strange. I've been trying to like just. Uh, I mean, it can be non-metal. Yeah, it's it's well, it's strange. I mean, the uh, the new Tetrafusion I really enjoy. Okay. They have one song on there called "The Void," which is which is incredible. The time signature stuff that they're doing on that that really, you know, really spoke to me. But it's it's strange. Like I bought a lot of re- albums this year, but uh, I haven't had the chance to listen to them. So I, I just got the new Black Dahlia Murder. Finally found it on the road. Mm-hmm. It is sitting in my bag. I have not even opened it yet. Ooh, okay. uh, so you will really not be disappointed. Yeah. You will not be disappointed. Yeah. Well, got to support Brandon. The new Leprous was also really good. The new Leprous. Yeah. That's right. I, yeah, it's just it's, it's hard to keep Wilson. track. New Stephen Wilson was really good. New Opeth was really good. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of good stuff. Yeah, it's been okay. an amazing year. Come out this year. I thought yeah. it came out this year. Sorceress? No, Sorceress oh, came out I'm last sorry, year. Yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was N, so it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, oh, uh, the new Septic Flesh was really good. Yeah. Codex Omega. Um, we got the Grinding Wheel. <laughs> what? What other new albums? Oh, Urn is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that was a guest guest feature from uh, Mr. Dan Presland of Neo Blamus Glamus. <laughs> however, however the fuck you say their band name. <laughs> Uh, I thank you guys so much. So much. This is why we're not allowed in your interviews. <laughs> I've taken up so much of your time already, and I thank you so much, you guys. With the rapidly approaching inception of artificial intelligence, humanity may well set the stage for its own demise. Once the exponential rate of intelligence reaches critical mass, there will be no turning back, and all of mankind will be exterminated. The human race, who for centuries have looked to the stars for answers, have always questioned whether or not God exists. She does not.